Maybe this is like just how we need to structure the show from now on. It's like we can do our, you know, bullshitting. Yeah. For like an hour and then just do the trailer. The chit chat, the yeah. chit chat before the. Because we're usually like, all right, let's get right into this trailer. Yeah. But by the way, let yeah. me tell you about this thing. And then it's like 40 minutes, you know. I'm fine with that. But yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with it too. Completely happy with our two hour kind of two hour prep. Yep. Well, I'm Bobby Navia. And I am Dorian Weinzimmer. And this is the couch. Yeah. This is a proper episode of the couch. We yeah. are back on schedule, Dorian. <laughs> yeah, <I> we are <laughs> So are we I don't even know what episode to call this anymore. Like, okay, so I did I did the I did our chit chat as episode fifty three. Right. So this is fifty four now. Right. But we yeah. may have just recorded fifty four. This might be fifty five. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck. Okay. Maybe we just need to record it. Say this is episode fifty four and this is episode fifty five. And you can just cut whichever one you need in. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it works. It's one or the other. That Ladies works. and gentlemen, this is episode fifty four or fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> um today's a proper episode of the couch. Yeah. Where we will be talking about the trailer to Detective Pikachu. Uh Pokemon Detective po- Pikachu. Pokemon. Yeah. Is it Pokemon or Pokemons? Pokemon. Like, Oh, it's just Pokemon? Yeah. There's no, like, an S at that? No, there's no S. It's it's one of those, like, you know, fish. It's like, it's the singular and the plural. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So there can be a Pokemon or multiple Pokemon. Oh. Because uh, a Pokemon also is a uh, truncated uh, word for pocket monsters. Is, is that true? Uh, I believe originally where that the, the word comes from. Really? Yeah. So Pokemon. They, you know, they they Japanesed it up. That's incredibly anticlimactic. They made yeah, they made it they made it cuter and you know, <laughs> threw an accent in there. At least that's what I've heard. Okay, know? and I mean it makes sense. Yeah, you know? I think it does but, make sense. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Pokemon itself though, it's just it's just the one word. And I used to I worked in a video game store for a long time. That shall go on. I mean, there's only one chain of video game stores that exists, so you can probably figure it out. But. <laughs> Uh, when I was living in Boston, yeah. I worked at uh, an unnamed video game franchise. I feel like you've named it before. Oh, yeah. GameStop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I just didn't want to give them a shout out unless they're paying us, you know. Oh, like, give okay. us a sponsorship, is, yeah. and then we'll mention, you know. I don't know how much I don't know how much or if they will, because you you consistently just talk shit about them. So yeah, well, well, it wasn't a great experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a. I I had a good experience, but it's not a great company. But to be fair, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, any, I would probably feel the same way about any retail outlet that I worked at. Okay, you know, well, I, yeah, I, that's just, true. I think retail in general is just yeah. like a, a you know punishing thankless task. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, but anyway, um, so I've had a lot of dealings with the Pokemon fan base in my life or just the cultural phenomenon of Pokemon in general, uh, through interactions at the video game store. And there were lots of people who would say Pokemons or Pokemans or yeah, all sorts of variants like that. And I just like, it's just, it's just Pokemon. So this is your origin story with your relationship to Pokemon. So actually my... Uh, original relationship with Pokemon started with um, Pokemon Red, which is the original for the original uh, Game Boy. Okay. That were released. There was Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Okay. And um, I don't know. Do you have much of a relationship with Pokemon? My only background <laughs> is before I would go to grammar school, 
it would be on TV from oh, okay. like seven to seven thirty in the morning. So more like the cartoon, just the cartoon. But I never got into it. My buddy was like, he was like the cards. Mm-hmm. We would go to comic shops, and he would, how much is this one? And this, he knew all about it. Mm-hmm. It was just over my head. Not that I, yeah. I, I just wasn't <laughs> interested. But I don't, I just at that age, I, I just didn't like understand it. So I was just like, I don't get it. So yeah. I'm just not. My thing was just movies. Like mm-hmm. I need to go buy a movie every Tuesday. Yeah. That that was my. That was yeah. what I needed to get. <laughs> That's what I needed to get. So, but yeah, just the cartoon. So I'll give uh, sort of a brief rundown of, of my history with Pokemon. Right. It's, it's come and gone from my life a number of times in, in very random ways. Do you have Pokemon cards? I, do, I don't. I never got into the trading card game. Okay. I avoided that. Um, but so anyway, real quick. Yeah. So with the video games, the gimmick with the Pokemon games has always been that there's always two versions that come out. So the original ones, there was red and blue. Okay. And they actually, one had like a red cartridge, one had a blue cartridge. And right. the thing is that, you know, there's like 150 Pokemon total, uh-huh. but each one of the versions of the game only has like 140. So there's like 10 that are only in red and 10 that are only in blue. So if you actually want to get all 150, you either have to like know someone, like if you have red and you've gotten all 140 that are in red, to get the 10 that are exclusive to blue... You either have to trade with somebody who has blue, and then you could get them in your version of red. So you could get all 150. Well, you got to trade the, the cartridge or trade? No, you trade Pokemon. Like you'd link up your Game Boys and you oh. could trade Pokemon from one to the other. So you either had to do that or also buy blue and like collect the other 10 and then just like trade to yourself, trade basically. Your, yeah. Um, and then you could collect all of them. But so there's so it's not just one game. There's always two games. So every Pokemon game that comes out, aside from like the spinoff ones, yeah, like Detective Pikachu. OK, um, there's always two versions and they always have this gimmick where there's like a certain number that ex- are exclusive to one or the other. And so you have to like interact with both versions of the game in yeah. order to get all of them. Huh. Um, so of course it's, you know, it's just a genius marketing gimmick yeah. that, you know, they can sell more copies and, you know, all this type of shit. Cause of course there's people who are just like, fuck it, I'm buying both, you know? Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, so, so anyway, so that's it kind of, yeah. So anyway, so I bought red. Okay. Cause I like, I just like red. All right. And I basically bought it because, uh, I was incredibly bored in American history class when in junior year in high school, which oh. was when this came out. So I just dated myself. Okay. But yeah, I was a junior in high school when red and blue came out. And, um, yeah, I basically would just play red under my desk <laughs> in American history class in high school. <laughs> And um, and that was really the extent of it. I didn't really like. You're like Val Kilmer from Real Geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> just this intelligent young guy that's like, I know this. I'm gonna play Pokemon. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I I had paid attention the past eight years of American <laughs> history, so I like I kind of I felt like I knew. We fucked up a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, I get it. What the fuck? I, yeah. Um, you know, I, I knew, you know, the, the, the constitution test was coming up and somehow I felt unconcerned and, uh, that, that proved to be a honest feeling. I, yeah. It was not a problem to pass that. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so, so yeah, so I, I didn't really like the game that much, but it was like mindless enough. And like, I, it was the level of interaction you had to have with the game was such that like, I could look up and down enough that like my teacher didn't get suspicious. Um, okay because it was all the the battles and everything are turn-based you'd like choose what's going to happen and stuff so you know if i needed to like look up i could just 
it wasn't, you know, I wasn't gonna get like murdered because it's not happening in real time. Yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, so played it in American history class in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, never really bothered with the other ones. Um, then the Pokemon movie came out. Okay. And a couple of my friends and I decided it would be fun to take LSD and go see the Pokemon movie. All right. So we did that. Okay. And we didn't really think this through because, uh, you know, what we forgot to realize is that the rest of the theater is going to be filled with uh, parents and their children. Oh, yeah. And it was fucking crowded. Like, you know, this Pokemon was a really big deal when it, it came huge. out. It was huge. It was so big. when the movie came yeah. out... You know, we just thought it'd be funny to go in the middle of the day and take LSD and get fucked up and go see this movie. <laughs> and we like walk into the theater and it's just like 80% children and then all adults. And you could tell every adult in there knew these kids just took drugs to watch this movie. <laughs> 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 it was oh my God. Immediately awful. Yeah. Like, you know, we're just self conscious as hell. Like, you know, paranoia just like skyrocketed at that point. We're like, oh my God, everyone knows. <laughs> And so we just like sneak to the back of the theater, but even it was like sold out. Yeah. So we were still sitting next to like kids and their parents. Wow. And we're all just back there, like losing our minds, basically <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to contain our, the amount of laughter that we want to issue yeah. you know, in, in this theater. But for fear of just like looking even more fucked up than the parents, because if we had just, I mean, we would have just been giggling the entire movie, <laughs> like nonstop. <laughs> And that was the plan. And like, so we had to kind of like try to hold it back. And then, but also we're on like, you know, acid, which is a strong yeah. <laughs> drug. And uh, at times, you know, you couldn't, couldn't really exercise that kind of self control. Yeah. So as soon as the movie ended, booked it out of there, nice. just got the fuck out. And then laughed our asses off, like to the point where we were like doubling over in the parking lot, like couldn't even stand up. Fantastic. So we were just like, what the fuck did we just do? <laughs> that was the worst idea. Jesus. We probably discard some children. Like, mommy, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> um, so did that, and then uh, yeah, never really watched the cartoon. Never got in the trading card game. Mm. Um, and then really probably beyond that, I'd say most of my interactions with Pokemon involved yeah my work at the video game store. Which when a new Pokemon game came out, it was always a really big deal. Okay, and I had a uh, um, a a somewhat lucrative. Uh, uh, secondary market for uh, pre-order goods for the Pokemon games. Were you uh, you were your black market business or what? Yeah, well, it was all legit because I, you know, it was like we just have leftovers, you know, oh. like pre-order items that, like, you know, oh, if you pre-order like, uh, you know, what were the ones that came like Diamond and Pearl? Okay, you know, that came out on like the DS, I think, and uh, or 3DS. And there was like there was like a stylus, you know, for each one. Like Diamond had one stylus and Pearl had a different stylus. Oh. And then if you pre-ordered both, you also got this little stand Ooh. that then both the styli, styli could go into uh, and hold them up and display them uh, and just take up space, basically. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, so, you know, after like, you know, all the everybody had picked up their pre-orders and stuff, we had like leftovers, people who didn't pick their shit up. I would, you know, we were just going to throw those away. Yeah. Like that's all stuff that just goes in the trash. So... I would just take them home and put them up on eBay and offer to sell them internationally because, you know, here that's like fucking whatever diamond dozen like garbage, but yeah. Pokemon fans in like France uh-huh. or whatever, this is like, holy shit, I've never seen this before. I need it. Right. You know? And so, yeah, so 
So I would sell, you know, the Pokemon stuff. I would do this with pre-order stuff from a bunch of different games, mm-hmm. but uh, the Pokemon stuff was always very it's hot item. Like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like the fan base is just, you know, very prevalent, and they're willing to spend money, and they want that shit like ravenously, especially right when a new game comes out. Right. So, so they were a very uh, uh, consistent um, source of secondary income for me <laughs> <laughs> while I worked at GameStop, and. Um, and then beyond that, it's probably been uh, just like in Super Smash Brothers. Uh, there's always they always have oh, a number characters. of Pokemon. Yeah, Pikachu's been a staple of Smash Brothers for a while. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, uh, Jigglypuff. Okay. Um, and then there's always like yeah some there's these like you know items that show up. Sometimes they're Pokeballs that like you throw in a random Pokemon like oh. you know does something on screen. You can't yeah. play as them, but they like you know they appear. They fuck with the other your opponents for a moment and then pit her off. Gotcha. Um, so anyway, so there's a lot of Pokemon. So that's kept me, you know, more or less like in the know. Yeah. With, but you know, probably the more like, uh, the more recent, like the original 150 Pokemon, which are still sort of the, the core group, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm relatively familiar with, but how many are there now? I think there's like 250 or something now, really? maybe 300. I've, I've kind of lost. Yeah. Yikes. Lost track on that. But yeah, you know, some of the newer ones, like, I don't know, like Lugia, like dragons and shit like that. It's like, no, no, you know, but the class, you know, your, your Pikachu, your Charizard, your Squirtles. Oh, yeah, I remember your, those. Uh, your Psyduck, uh, your Snorlax. Yeah, I remember those. Uh, you yeah. know, yeah, you know, I, I get it. The names are familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And every, I can probably maybe put a yeah, anim- most animal, of, animal face. Most of them are in the trailer. Yeah, most of them pop up in that trailer, in yeah, the trailer. Yeah. So. So anyway, so that's kind of, I guess, my my rundown of my history with Pokemon. Yeah, mine's just the... I never got into the cards either. Yeah. I just didn't get it. But yeah, I'm trying to think if there's something equivalent to a Pokemon that I was into, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, as like... Like, I, that's the thing I, I think was, was lucky for me that kept me out of it because I do have... We both have collector's mentalities. Yes, and so that is something that seemingly on the surface would be like, damn, that's going to be like crack. Got to catch them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think we both, we like to collect physical things. Yeah. I like, uh, yes, I want an adorable, you know, electric rat that can only say Pika. Yeah. I would love to have that. Yeah. But I need to be able to pet that. Yes. And touch it and love it. Yes. You know, and just seeing it, especially on like, you know, the original Game Boy, which had that like, creamed spinach color screen it's not even black and white. oh yeah it's like this yeah, weird yeah. shade of green <laughs> you know kind of thing yes it's like seeing pikachu on that was a little less mm-hmm. enticing right you know, than than i wanted it to be nowadays of course the graphics are a lot better and uh you know i've thought about playing the detective pikachu game mm-hmm. on 3ds because i have a 3ds still i haven't done it yet but there's something there's something really charming about just Pikachu in the fucking Sherlock Holmes cap. There is. You know, I, innately like I want, you know, I want that. Yeah. I want to <laughs> interact with that. I want to have a relationship with that. Yeah. Somehow. Um and uh yeah, so you know, the video game I, I feel like might and I also just I like the idea that apparently it's just it is sort of like an investigation yeah. kind of point and click esque like a you know, adventure game. What when did the game come out? Uh, like a year and a half ago or something, maybe more. I don't know. I think it was out in Japan for a little while also before. I don't think that was one that was like immediately localized. Yeah. I think it like came out because it was just some weirdo like 
yeah, Japanese people love this. And then it released there, and it was this huge fucking hit. And then I think the rest of the world saw, you know, Pikachu and on, yeah. fucking Sherlock had, and like us, was kind of like, hey, I want to have a relationship with that. Yeah, you know? right. So, so bring it. Damn. Yeah. Well, now we got a movie. Now we got a movie. And we got a trailer. <laughs> we got two trailers. We got two trailers. Yeah. All right. So, um, when I heard that this movie was happening, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like we're going to have maybe like, a little bit of like two conversations here because mm-hmm. the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer just came out <laughs> this week too. Now, before we get into that, fucking the the internet had zero opinions about the Sonic trailer. Turns zero out zero opinions, opinions. Yeah. no opinions not whatsoever, a, not a single one. This uh, this this may be the first opinion opinion free trailer release <laughs> for the first time in a decade. <laughs> um, when I first heard that Detective Pikachu was happening what the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer looks like is what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. That's what I was expecting. A nightmare? Yes. Yeah. Just the, an eye <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, I honestly just thought it, it was going to be, you know, like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Dudley Do-Right with Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. Like, just shit like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um... And when I watched the first trailer, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I needed to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love both of these trailers. Um, and Pikachu is fucking cute as hell. Yeah, Pikachu has always been just, just like the most uh, unconscionably adorable creation of mankind. Yeah. Like, it really is. Um, but no, I love, I love the... Uh, what I... L- Loved when I first saw the first trailer was just uh, the world that it's in. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get the world, and I feel like it's a world that um, uh, it like it like makes sense for everything that's going on, and that like all the Pokemon are just uh, right up there, front and center, mm-hmm. like in the daylight. There's nothing like mysterious or like oh my god, we're you know the end of the trailer is when we finally get to see a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's like no. It's fucking Pikachu yeah. in a Sherlock Holmes hat, and we're trying to solve a mystery. Mm-hmm. And this this is what it is. Yeah, and I really love it. It's really it's really cool. I th- I think like the graphics work for you know the for the world that that they're mm-hmm. in and stuff like that. I also really like that um, this live action. I'm putting it in quotes because it, it might as well be like a Disney movie live action. Yeah, you know that this live action movie is not just. Uh, you know, a live action version, live action version of like the cartoon or like a Mortal Kombat style, like competition, mm-hmm. you know, where it's a person who has a Pokemon in one of those Pokeballs and is throwing it out. Right. And we're going to see these battles happen and all this other kind of stuff. And, you know, the hero wins the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that it, the movie looks to be putting like those kinds of things in it, but it, that it doesn't have to be the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I also like that the main character can like understand Pikachu. Yeah, <laughs> but that the rest of the world just hears the Pika Pika uh-huh. or the Bulbasaur or whatever you know, all that other kind of shit. Um, so I immediately gravitate and under- like gravitate towards like their relationship. Like they they something is either right with this kid or wrong with this kid that he can understand mm-hmm. uh, Pikachu. And I kind of hope they don't explain it in the movie. Yeah, it would make it a lot more sweeter. right. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but because uh, it seems like also he can only understand this one Pikachu. Also, that's so, like, true. He can't understand right. the other Pokemon. That's true. Because right, yeah, right. I mentioned at a point like, look, you can uh, talk to humans, and I can talk to Pokemon. Right. You know? So, yeah, it seems like it, it is this one Pikachu in particular, which I, I fear is going to have a plot point that just screams <laughs> plot point, you know? Uh-huh. That, like, I hope it's not like, you know, because it seems like the plot revolves around the, you know, he's looking for his father. He's looking for his dad, yeah. Yeah, who may or may not have faked his own death or faked someone else's death or something. Right. Um, and I'm really hoping it's not like the father's consciousness somehow got, like, transferred into this Pikachu. Ooh, interesting. And like, you know, that's why. But he has like amnesia, and that's why. And now it's, you know, it would be kind of funny because it would give it this like Philip K. Dick scanner darkly kind of vibe yeah. where it's like he's investigating his own disappearance or something. Um, which is, is a bit too much, I feel like, for. We're getting Pokemon really heady Detective real Pikachu. quick, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome yeah. if they went, you know, the, the Philip K. Route, Dick route with this, but. I, uh, somehow I doubt that's mm-hmm. that's going to be uh, you know where they go. But regardless, though, it seems like yes, the fact that it is this one, you know, this very singular relationship. If this kid could understand all the Pokemon, then that would probably that would be a little bit of a horse of a different color. Then it's like definitely something with this kid, like right. you know, has evolved or some sh- I don't know. His mom f- fucked a Charizard or some shit. Um, uh, no, let's not yeah. go. Let's not go the critters route with this yeah. because that would just completely fucking oh roll down on l- me. Oh god, <laughs> Jesus! Hannah's favorite part. Oh god. Um, but yeah, no. Anyway, so but yeah, the fact that it's just this one, this one Pokemon that he can understand makes me think that it's this some to do. It, yeah, it screams some sort of weird familial thing. Yeah, you know, because it's this obviously this one kid and this one Pikachu. There's mm-hmm. some weird connection between the two of them. What if he's just like hallucinating and he is actually Pikachu? Yeah, he's something, just something. got a split personality something. thing going on. It's like Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a Pikachu's actually just Tyler Durden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So my. Uh, I mean, if this movie ends with them like blowing up the headquarters <laughs> of all the major like credit card companies, then I mean, I'll stand up and applaud yeah. for sure. That would be a really <laughs> awesome. Well, you know. <laughs> This kid's like tied down to a chair and Detective Pikachu is just like, this is what you wanted, man. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you wanted to change things. Yeah. Um, The one thing I'm not sure about the world, and I thought about this when we watch both the trailers right now, is that there's a part in the first trailer where he looks at a plane ticket because the city that they're in is called Rhyme City. Yeah. And it looks like if he has a plane ticket, I'm assuming it's a place that you 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 go to mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if like because even the voiceover says like welcome to rhyme city a place where like human and pokemon like live you know together or something. right yeah so i'm wondering if this is kind of like a weird fucked up like escape from new york kind of thing where it's like <laughs> all the freaks we put them over here yeah because <laughs> they like their fucking pokemon and you know they just want to live in that world but like you know outside of the bubble yeah it's like regular life Right. You know what I yeah. mean? We we don't we don't adhere to that Pokemon like lifestyle or world. But if you want to, you can go to Rhyme City and like live in that environment and you know yeah cohabitate. It's a, fr- it's a free trade. It's a no man's land. Yeah. Know, right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Uh, yeah. Neutral zone. Like yeah. Wherever. You so know, I'm wondering got their world where we've got our world, and here's the place where like you know yeah, yeah. it all commingles. Has there ever been like in any of any anything that uh, you remember from your your game days? 
uh, like, is there an origin to the Pokemon, or are they just uh, there? I don't recall. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because sure, yeah. I mean, in you know, in the original games too, it was all just kind of like this world where, yeah, you were just there were people around, and you just go out and hunt these Pokemon and stuff. So it seemed like it was one they consistent just, world. They just kind of like were like wildlife. Yeah, exactly. Kinda, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I don't know if because uh, uh, I know Rhyme City is from. One the video games, games. okay. So I don't know if they had to like sort of for this Detective Pikachu spinoff if they sort of reconfigured the world a little bit to be a little more like, excuse me, yeah. There's a human world and like a Pokemon world or something like that. But gotcha. I seem to remember it from my little experience in American history class. Yeah, playing the video games that, um, it was yeah, it was exactly just sort of like they were just like the wildlife of this imagined world, you po- know, Poke American, Poke, uh, yeah. Yeah. Poke America. Poke America. Um I also love in both the trailers the music choices. They just get me amped for the Yeah, the the, the Footloose uh yeah. we need a hero. Oh dude, I'm you know, so in. Was, yeah, the fucking whip crack. Yeah. In that movie that always it's like one of the greatest additions to a song. But I always just think about yeah, Kevin Bacon and um uh whoever it is that uh, when they're playing chicken in the tractors in oh, Footloose because yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that that's when that playing. song is playing. Okay, and yeah. they're like, they're literally going like five miles per hour yeah. at each other and it's this like really intense scene. They're both like, yeah, oh, I'm going to stay on longer and it's nice. like they cut to a Y and it's just like slowly, <laughs> slowly getting closer. <laughs> Almost there. And, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, they really ratcheted it up with that song. Mm. Yeah, I know. It's great. And then the first trailer is uh, Imagine You and Me. Oh, yeah. Looks that's right. Scene. I think that both the trailers so. work. I think the first trailer sets up their friendship and relationship. Yeah. Obviously, the song helps. And then I think the second one is just sort of like Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm so in. <laughs> I can't wait. What is it going to be? Yeah. No, I mean, they seem to, you know, they seem to have a good grasp uh, on just like the tone that they're going for with the movies and how they're kind of playing this weird mix up of. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, like, yeah, detective movie and Pokemon movie Mm -hmm. and, you know, kids kind of comedy. Yeah. You know, type of mashup. Right. Which is stuff that, yeah, could be, you know, go out of balance really, really quickly. It's like that, you know, that Pixar miracle that they always seem to manage with their movies. Mm. of just like, this is great for like every age range, you know, and um, it just it works on all those levels. And it seems like this is sort of, yeah, more of a, uh, you know, live action kind of version of a Pixar, it seems more like a live action Pixar movie to me than a live action like Disney movie. Okay, in a okay. Way. I guess you know, uh, just in terms of like, yeah, the the balance they seem to be striking. With, yeah, yeah. with these elements, and uh, it's hard with you know, because also being a detective story too, they're obviously playing up this noir yes. element, and you know, there's that shot of like Jigglypuff in like a dark booth at like a <laughs> bar with like right. slatted light, like uh, yeah, yeah. you know, falling on her face and stuff. And, um, yeah, you know, some of the, like, just neon lights coming in through the windows and stuff. You know, it has that very, like, dark you know, alleys, private eye, yeah. you know, like, gumshoe uh-huh. kind of vibe to it. Um, so, so you know, playing with that, you know, detective story kind of element um, uh, within, the you know, the rest of this kind of stuff that they're doing with this movie seems like, yeah, something that could also, you know, very easily go wrong. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, from what I've seen in the trailer, they seem to be doing a good job of sort of like, you know, uh, balancing this, those things out with each other mm-hmm. and, you know, being not being like so childish with it that it's like completely innocuous, you know, and you can't take any of the like mystery of it seriously, <laughs> right. you know, at all. 
but also not making it so serious that like a it would be like you know too scary or like you know uh, I guess suspenseful yeah. for a younger audience um, and would just like lose its ability to ha- really have a sense of humor about itself because at the end of the day it's about Pikachu and a fucking Sherlock Holmes game. yeah right you know exactly. like that's really I mean that motherfucker better put a pipe in his mouth at one point oh. I don't like I know people are so like oh smoking, smoking is you yeah. know blah. it's like no 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 no. This, like, needs this is this needs to be okay. Yeah. You know, like we don't even know that Pokemon have lungs, okay? Like tobacco might not affect don't 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 enforce your own, you know, fucking homo homo sapien anatomical agenda upon the Pokemon, okay? <laughs> they might have their own shit going on in there that tobacco doesn't affect whatsoever. And also, if he just takes like one puff off of a pipe and then goes, "Oh, that's gross," and throws it away, then like, boom, you got your moral message. I still got the image I wanted to fucking see, you know, like settle the fuck down, people. This is a perfect time to tell our audience that you are actually the president of Rhyme City in this movie (laughs) as you continue your fight for for Pokemon rights. Yeah. (laughs) So you need to understand. Don't pretend that you know what's inside. Have you done an autopsy on a Pokemon? (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah. You know why not? Because it's a fictional fucking thing. (laughs) It's not going to get cancer anyway. Okay. Like chill out. Uh, so good. I just want to see Detective Pikachu smoke a pipe. I think and also coffee is clearly booze. I mean, they clearly oh, yeah, he's like addicted he's addicted to coffee, to coffee oh, yeah. and to like caffeine drinking and it, yeah, yeah. Like that is clearly just alcohol. Clear. I mean, clearly I he's like addicted a to a drug right now. Yeah, in, this, exactly. in, this movie, yes. in this movie, yes, caffeine's a drug. Caffeine's a drug. Yeah. Um, I think what, what you were talking about right now in terms of like setting up setting up the world and it having a sense of humor about itself, like the tr- the trailer itself is like showing. Uh, us uh, a world that is very like sure of itself, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, it does, and it that's, does feel that way. That's why I think there's a, a like, especially like on Twitter, there's just a overall like positive feeling about this movie. Like people are like, never was a big fan of Pokemon, but I I'm dying to see this movie. Yeah, like it just looks like a confident world, a confident movie, and also has a good sense of humor about itself because of the kid that can understand the um. Uh, Pikachu, Mm -hmm. but then also like moments later when he kind of explains like, yeah, all they hear is me saying Pika Pika, but you hear me. And then like the world is so established by just that one interaction when the girl's like, oh yeah, Pika Pika. Yeah, you're so cute. It's just, it's nothing to her because it's every day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's nobody sort of discovering like, oh my God. Yeah. Pokemon exists. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) This changes everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That would be a very boring movie, and I think that's like right. That's you know that's what makes this one yeah, look so fun because like Pokemon is so ingrained in the cultural consciousness at this point that yeah. like if a Pokemon did appear in the real world like tomorrow, <laughs> I think people would kind of be like, oh, cool, yeah, they're here, sweet, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I always I always kind of thought, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, um, but yeah, no, it's just that kind of ubiquitous and yeah. everything. And yeah, no, it's it's very smart that they're like kind of playing this world like that. That it's just like, no, we all fucking know what this stuff is. You yeah. Know? Like we don't need to waste time on that. Even if like you're a diehard fan or you just know Pikachu, just Pikachu. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I'm glad I'm actually really happy that the movie is not, you know, pandering to somebody like me who I, I feel like I'm a perfect target audience because I'm not into Pokemon. Mm. I don't know anything about it so the fact that i can watch this trailer and be like i'm I'm in Mm -hmm. i think is is a success yeah for (laughs) the studio and whoever (laughs) you know people made the movie and stuff like you're already halfway there now just deliver at least for me you know yeah and it also feels like a really good like perfect 
summer movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of what I want out of a summer movie. Yeah, a little light adventure. That's it. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? It's like, I mean, this in a, in a lot of ways, it you know, I don't think it would be unfair just from what I've seen from the trailer yeah, to yeah, yeah. kind of in a way compare this to like an Indiana Jones, you know, sort of like Ooh, I like that. pulp adventure, yes. you know, uh, for lack of, it's, I, and again, like going back to the noir detective PI influences, mm-hmm. like, you know, Indiana Jones is, took a lot of its inspiration from the same places as sort of like serialized storytelling yeah. of that era, right. you know, when you just got these like, you know, pulp adventures that were like delivered in installments in like, you know, magazines and shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, or were, you know, then compiled into, you know, dime store novels that right. literally like cost a dime at that point. They were printed on cheap paperbacks, but they were just like fun adventures, mm-hmm. you know, and usually were either, yeah, like a, an adventure thing like Indiana Jones or like a, you know, more noirish, pulpy, mm-hmm. uh, like Pulp Fiction, the movie, you know, was based right. off of also. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Um, you know, PI kind of, you know, storytelling, crime story, you know, whatever. But, uh, so, yeah, no, it's, it's you know, seems like, yeah, it could fill that same kind of, like, void of just, like, a fun all-ages adventure movie. Yeah. You know, and the fact that, like, you know, for me personally, it's kind of exciting, again, to see those, like, noirish little kind of jokes that they're throwing in there mm-hmm. that are, like, you know, those are the types of things, like, that's a real good opportunity to attract, you know, a person like me mm-hmm. to, like, the humor that's going to be available in this film. Right, it's These right. sort of, like, you know, kind of smart, like, cinematic jokes. Yes. Like, yes, you know, we're making an all-ages film, but we are filmmakers and we know our influences and our craft. Yeah. And, you know, we're using some of those stylistic elements to make jokes that only people like you are really going to understand, you mm-hmm. know, and that's that's always kind of fun to see. Yeah. Um. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, as you were saying, it just, it does seem like a very consistently drawn world, like everything in it feels, yeah, very fleshed out and, you know, and yeah, has a a great sense of confidence to itself that it's like, you know, they, they don't feel the need to make the first, you know, half of this trailer exposition with these like, you know, giant drone shots of like the world lifting up above it with like graphical overlays showing like, here's where the humans live and here's where the Pokemon live. And then rhyme city is where we all hang out and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, no, we could just kind of like jump right into it. And, um, although I wouldn't begrudge a John Carpenter esque opening where (laughs) in 2019, you know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Where we explain the Poke Wars yeah. with humans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And and when Rhyme City split off <laughs> yeah. from, from Poke America. Wait, what 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 part of America do you think Rhyme City like came from? Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just like and we they ended up taking, you know, part of Portland, Oregon. Yeah. And, you know, renaming got, it I mean, Rhyme yeah. City. I guess it's it's got a little bit of like a uh I mean, because of that noirish vibe that it's got going on, yeah. you know, it's hard not to think like a, you know, older New York yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Or or even like an older Chicago kind of vibe, like oh. a 30s Chicago ish yeah. kind of feel. But you know, if that were nowadays, it'd probably be Detroit though, because they could just like Oh. You could just like clear out the city and like, plant Rhyme City right there, <laughs> yeah, and right. no one would really care that much. <laughs> nice, um, but yeah. So you know, so I you know I do like that about it. It does seem like yeah, the world building is very yeah. is well handled, and um, and just the, you know the way that they, you know, this is this is like the exa- since you brought up the Sonic the Hedgehog, it's like it is oh, the yeah, perfect yeah. counterpoint because again, like the way that they brought Sonic the Hedgehog into the real world <laughs> and the way that they brought the Pokemon into the real world, yeah 
is just night and day difference. It know? really is. Like, I mean, they they really nailed it with Detective Pikachu yeah. from what they show in the trailer. It's like they still totally look like their original versions. Yeah. You know, they still 100% look like that, but they've been brought into the real world just enough that they don't look like creepy yes. and have like human legs, like something. <laughs> You know, like that, they, they maintain those like stylistic choices with like how they were drawn are yeah. still present in their sort of more photorealistic, yeah. uh, you know, versions. And it does, it just does seem to, it all blends very well. Like the world they've created in their production design, the human actors that they've cast, and then the way that they've designed the Pokemon that just, they all like fit in the frame together. Mm-hmm. You know, like you look at the frame and you go, okay, yeah. This makes sense. That all works. Right. You know, that all looks consistent. And, um, yeah, none of it's, like, creeping me out until, you know, you add Sonic's <laughs> mouth onto Pokemon <laughs> on the Pikachu, which is one of the greatest Photoshops ever. Um, Do you think it's because, because this is something I wanted to talk about, too, in, in, in talking about also Sonic the Hedgehog, because I, I, I don't want to have an episode where we talk about the trailers, yeah. that trailer, <laughs> because... I think it speaks for itself. Yeah, it does. Um, it speaks volumes. It would be yeah. an ov- it would be a very boring episode with us just saying fuck a lot. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But um, no, like I I think what you know, I feel like humans are being brought into the world of Pokemon in Detective Pikachu, mm-hmm. and in Sonic, it's like Sonic is being brought into the world of humans. Right. And I kind of wish that some sort of world that the the racing you know that you would do on like the sega genesis for sonic like where there was like detective detective pikachu there's a human element to that world that you know a writer or or creator like comes up with that mythology Mm -hmm. because there is a definite like mythology to detective pikachu in you know those two and a half minute trailers yeah there's a clear mythology to it but this one's just like you know, Sonic is just like, oh, well, let's just bring him into the real world like like it's nothing, like it's normal, like he's an alien or something. And they're not even treating him like that. You know, yeah. it's still Sonic the Hedgehog. It's, it's weird. Like, Sonic looks like, you know, someone's mom fucked a hedgehog. <laughs> right. Like they tried to they tried to make this mashup of like human and hedgehog hedgehog yeah. instead of just taking this sort of slightly anthropomorphized hedgehog that they had from the video games. Right. And just using that because that's yeah, I mean, and that's. That's what makes the Pokemon successful in large part is the fact that like they didn't try to, you know, humanize them in any way, like, you know, physiologically. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not they're not anthropoid Pokemon. Yeah. Pikachu doesn't look like Ryan. Right. Exactly. Great. Yeah. You know, but like he's not. I would like to see somebody (laughs) give the Sonic the Hedgehog version of Pikachu. Yeah. Like just take Sonic and like make him yellow and like put those stripes on a bit. (laughs) Like think about the, what that horrifying creation looks like, you know, and then like giving Sonic teeth and shit too. Like, you know, all of that, like all those superhuman elements that they try to enforce on his physiology is just like so fucking wrong and weird and just doesn't work. I bet you any money at one point in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, Sonic was a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been genetically engineered with That's something like, like a hedgehog. I hope... <laughs> I, I, for military purposes. Military yeah. purposes, of course. I mean, the military is all over this fucking <laughs> yep. place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I really hope... Because now, you know, they've said they're changing Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. They're going to update his look based on feedback. The director went on Twitter and uh, said that he's he's heard everybody. 
Yeah. And he's heard the criticisms. I hear y'all. I hear y'all. I, d- I just love what happens when everybody hates the new version. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> how many times are you going to go back to the drawing before, before you go, okay, guys, well, this is it. So, yeah. Um, also, I mean, yeah, I, I agree that Sonic the Hedgehog looks like shit. Right. Uh, I completely 100% disagree with the choice to change him. Okay. Because um, that's just, I think that's just a slippery slope. Like, yeah. don't let, we've talked about this before, I think, yeah, on the yeah. show. Yeah. Don't let the audience determine creative decisions. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. st- you know, at least have the fucking balls to stand Stick by to it. Yeah. your decisions, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And, and on top of it, too, it's like, you know, plenty of instances where people have shit all over a trailer and then a movie came out and they were like, oh, that was actually really good. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Whatever. Have confidence in the thing that you're making, you know? Yeah. And not just knee-jerk reactions on Twitter, but, uh, um, but anyway, so, uh, so they so they are changing his look, but I really really hope that like when it comes out on like 4K or Blu-ray or whatever, that oh. they release the version with the original. Oh, that Sonic might be in, interesting. Because I personally, I want to see the Freak Show Sonic. Yeah, I would actually watch that movie just because I'll be able to watch and go like, this is so fucking nightmarish. Yeah. You know, like what a just horrible pile of decision making, yeah. you know, that has just had all this money and time dumped into it. Um, and then, you know, and, and yeah, uh, like I want to see that version more than I want to see whatever they're going to do to him. Right. So I'm really hoping that like, you know, I'm guessing the movie's probably pretty much, or, you know, close to done. I mean, it's got to be. At least like, you know, visually, like yeah. I'm sure they're probably still doing like sound <clears throat> editing and yeah, sound yeah. mixing and shit like that. But you know, I'd imagine that, like, you know, they're being able to change out this model, you know, is probably not a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, still a ton of work. But if the movie's, like, pretty much already done, then they don't have to, like, reconfigure shots or anything like that, yeah. you know, and all this computer-generated information is already there. Mm-hmm. All they have to do, you know, swap out the model, essentially. Right, right. Um, did Did Sonic have teeth in the – or did he have, like, fangs? Because – I don't know what kind of teeth hedgehog have like. Yeah, or, I don't. I don't think so. I think he was just always like smiling, you know, or whatever. But yeah, I don't. I don't. But remember not like him. with teeth, just like. Yeah. Right. Just right. mouth closed, just smiling. Mouth closed yeah. Smiling. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. I don't remember ever seeing any teeth in Sonic's mouth though. But yeah. Even so, just the way it's done in this, where it's just like we're totally going for just like people teeth. The end of that Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, where it's uh, Jim Carrey. And he actually looks like Doctor Robotnik. Robotnik yeah. it, like that's the movie that I want. Mm-hmm. Like I want that version yeah. from the get go. Do you know totally, what I mean? Like, yeah, I want the Super Mario Brothers movie. I kind of want <laughs> a Mad Max like you yeah. know Jim Carrey. <laughs> that's just fucking insane in a Mad Max slash Sonic the Hedgehog world. Right. You know. I well, don't and know. that's yeah. and that's the level of intensity you want to see Jim Carrey at as well. Oh my god. You yeah. Know? I don't want him like stepping on military officer <laughs> x's dialogue you know like yeah. god those i mean those jokes just don't land they don't. like no i mean we thought the hu- we thought the jokes didn't land in the hellboy trailer and then we saw the sonic the hedgehog trailer like that's Ooh. the jokes might be even duller they might in be. this one i mean i didn't even think about that just uh, like ending the trailer with a joke about like a child being zipped in a bag too it's like oh yeah that was intense was like, yeah. this is really your, yeah this is your stinger on this trailer um but anyway we're talking about pokemon detective pikachu yeah we are yeah yeah, yeah. but Sorry. but anyway yeah it's it's hard not to draw comparisons between these yeah. two because that one looks like it's getting it so so wrong but this but is i compa- want to see the so wrong version you know well, i'm upset yeah, that yeah. they're you know i i think like just creatively and professionally i have huge issues with the fact that they're 
uh, going back and like changing the character design because it's just slippery slope and just opens up that door. Like I was saying, you know, what happens when they don't like the next design? You know, what are you going to delay it now? Yeah. Change it again until everybody on Twitter agrees that this is a good Sonic, you know, because that's never going to fucking happen. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, just give me the shit show one, man. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> but, uh, but Detective Pikachu, yeah, they, they seem to have taken a very different approach and philosophy to, you know, bringing these Pokemon into the real world. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and again, it's like, I, I, I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit proved a long time that even having this giant visual disparity between these characters from these different worlds isn't necessarily like a big hurdle to cross either. Right. Like, you know, if, if the Pokemon and Detective That's Pikachu true. were, Fuck, like, hand-drawn, I would have been fine with that. Who you framed know? Roger Rabbit? Jesus. Uh, I thought about that. Yeah, because that also has a detective story. It does, It's like a heavy yeah. noir-influenced film, you know. I feel like I'm going to watch that movie before I go see Detective Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> a, because I haven't seen it in a while, and it's a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. But... I, you know, I would be thrilled if Detective Pikachu goes as far as Who Framed Roger Rabbit does to <laughs> actually, like, use the opening scene of Chinatown as oh, its opening yeah. scene. The opening scene of Who Framed Roger Rabbit is is a direct yeah, yeah, yeah. copy of the opening scene of Chinatown, which is so good. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things, like, you know, it's a funny scene in its own right, but, like, it would, you know, when I got older and had seen Chinatown mm-hmm. and then saw Who Framed Again, I was like, holy shit, Damn. this is awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is a great joke to have here. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're opening literally same thing. Yeah. And it just, you know, clues you in right away, whether you know Chinatown or not, you mm-hmm. know, just the type of movie that we're in, the character right. we're dealing with. You know, the Robert Town wrote such an amazing opening scene to that film, and it did so much cinematically and from a character standpoint that, yeah, to use it for a comedy film, it still did all the same things as far as establishing, like, character, perspective, priorities, yeah. values, theme, narrative, you know. It's great. It's just smart filmmaking yeah. and really funny. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so hopefully Detective Pikachu picks on some, you know, takes some of those kinds of cues. I would love, I would be really thrilled to see something like that in this movie where yeah. I could sit there and be like, holy shit, this is like a scene from Kiss Me Deadly, yeah. Asphalt <laughs> Jungle or something like that. <laughs> right, you know, yeah, that'd yeah. be so cool. No, yeah. Um, I think a lot of that, I think they really, you know, crank up the noir element of it, like in their, well, in both the trailers, the the last stinger of it is like more of a scene mm-hmm. that we've seen before where in the first trailer they're interrogating somebody. Yeah. Which is, you know, the, the detectives mind. interrogating, you yeah. know, people and uh, he ends up being behind a piece of glass anyway, so it even feels more like an interrogation mm-hmm. when Pikachu jumps and hits it yeah. and goes down it. <laughs> And then uh, then the second trailer, they're out in like an alley, which is very dark. And I think the only I think you're meant to believe like the only light that they have is a from what do you call a light from like on the side of a door Mm -hmm. that he's walking out of. So it's just like only that piece of a light is probably lighting the area that they're in, aside from any like alley light that's around. Um, But uh, yeah, that'd be really interesting to see if they do any of those kinds of like it's it's like a joke, but it's also kind of like a. Hey, we we know what we're doing. Like we're yeah. fans of film and movies right. as well. You know, it equally. Does, yeah, it does something as far as like establishing credibility in some ways. Yeah, just right. Like we you know we know the history of like what we're playing off of here rather yeah. than like, oh, I saw like you know that Warren Beatty Dick Tracy movie, so I know what I know what noir is. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm just basing it off of that. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, man, fuck you. Like, yeah, right. You know, a little signal that's like, yeah, you know, a little drop. Like, yeah, I've seen the Big Heat. You know, or right. something like that. Just yeah. kind of makes you go, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's 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 that old, you know, if you know the rules and you break them, you're Picasso. If you don't know the rules and you break them, you're an idiot. Yeah. 
Even so, I want to know. I want to know that you're Picasso and not just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> that helps me. Um, uh, but yeah, so the you know the uh, I guess the, the couple of downs because in general, yeah, no, I think this trailer looks good. I, mm-hmm. I do. You know, this isn't generally my type of movie, right. but I think just like a fun mystery kind of adventure movie and the yeah impossibly irresistible charm of Pikachu in a fucking Sherlock Holmes cap. <laughs> is uh you know even i can't resist that you know so i you know i'm i'm definitely curious but yeah the couple of kind of downside or uh less exciting things about the trailer to me are the part in the i believe it was in the second trailer where it looks like they are in like an arena oh and yeah, Pikachu yeah, yeah, yeah has to like fight, fight. some other because po- it's it's one of those like you know, at, at what point does this also still kind of have to be a Pokemon, Pokemon movie? movie yes. You know, like I would like for it to be just Detective Pikachu. Right. But the fact that it's Pokemon Detective Pikachu, you know, I, I think they, you know, it's their first live action movie. They obviously dumped a whole lot of money into this. Mm-hmm. And I think at, at some point they were kind of like, well, we have to have, you know, Pokemon fight yeah. each other like you know they do in the video game otherwise it feels we're gonna be disappointed you know that scene to me in the trailer feels like a very like illegal pokemon battle yeah it looks like an underground it does because the world that they set up seems to be that like hey pokemon don't battle each other we're right we're we're coexisting with humans yeah we would used to try and find us all to make us battle right so this one looks very yeah we don't incarcerate and force them to fight (laughs) yeah right exactly (laughs) Um, so that, that, that to me feels very, you know, more back alley than, yeah, than not, you know, totally. Yeah. But yeah, I was still like, they had to, they had to squeeze that. They had in, to put it in there. Yeah. I get you. I feel you. And, All right. and you know, I'm, you know, I'm curious how into, cause they even like, they seem to make a reveal of, uh, like Mewtwo shows up. Oh, is that the, the Pokemon at the end? Yeah. The like cat, psychic cat alien okay. looking thing that yeah. like bursts through the, the Pikachu balloon. Yeah. The like parade or whatever it is. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, Mewtwo is kind of like a, uh, seems to be used more or less as like a big bad in a lot of the Pokemon, Pokemon world. Games. Okay. Yeah. Like, re, you know, ultra powerful and like hard to come by, but usually seems to be the villain. What are the ones right. before that in the trailers though? Like, it's like, there's a couple of them. They look like they have like scarves on and they're just like throwing a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, cause it's not, they look like Mewtwo, but I don't, uh, I don't recall. Okay. Yeah, not sure. All right. I'd have to look at the trailer again, yeah. but uh, but that seems to you know kind of signals to me that there is going to be more of a like Pokemon mythology, okay, behind all of this as well. All right. Um. So you know that that's the type of stuff that I'm like a little less excited for. All right. But you know if they can balance those two things as well as they seem to be balancing all the other potentially contradictory elements, you know, yeah, that are yeah. part of this film, then uh, you know hopefully it'll be successful and still be able to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Uh, but yeah, those are those were the couple of things that kind of gave me a little bit of like, eh, yeah, this is less what I want out of this movie. Okay, you know, I like the, you know, we're a detective pair trying yeah. to solve a mystery, right, and right. one of us just happens to be Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that alone is kind of enough for me. There's uh, also like a, I'm not going to call her a femme fatale, but there's a, uh, a female character in it who also looks like she's doing like a bit her her own detecting mm-hmm. but she never speaks in any in any of the trailers right. we just get glimpses of her like in a hoodie and it looks like she's got a pokemon as well that you know um but she always seems to be sort of like in spots where like she's looking around or you know mm-hmm. um investigating so i wonder like um what her role in in this whole story of like his dad 
Yeah. You know, we're we're going through too. Uh and I'm 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 almost positive they team up in some oh, form yeah. or fashion. His dad was definitely investigating some kind of conspiracy and Mewtwo was involved somehow and you know, she was like she's either like a, you know, aunt niece <laughs> uh estranged sister yeah. former lover of her dad something, something lab assistant you know or, or Ooh, lab assistant I like or no yeah. he was a detective right his dad uh i don't think they say but he just had well uh, he has the hat yeah but we don't know where the hat's from for all we know the hat I, is like i thought in the first trailer like ken watanabe's character i thought mentioned something about like yeah your dad went missing when he was yes. on this case or you're something right. like that you're right yeah you're right. you're right okay and that's why this kid's like following in his footsteps and shit but uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, she was another like private eye or something like that, or an assistant. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, <clears throat> big props to uh, Ken Watanabe, who is uh, cashing in on the Japanese to American movies, yeah, <laughs> being a staple in the Godzilla movies, uh-huh. which he's gonna be in later this month, mm-hmm. and also this movie as a yeah. police captain. No, that's right. He's like, yeah, hey, if you're gonna, if you guys are gonna westernize all of our cultural staples, yeah, I'm gonna cash in on that. <laughs> I'm gonna make a little money on this. Yes, um, and I got it. So, so I have to say too, I'm not crazy about Ryan Reynolds' voice. Okay, yeah, this is. I guess this is kind of the elephant in the room with this whole thing. It's all like right. I'm still not. I'm not a hundred percent on board with this. All right. I think when I saw the first trailer, initially saw the first trailer, I was I remember being very off put. Okay, I was like, this isn't this isn't right. Yeah, because a it just sounds like Deadpool. Right, and I haven't even seen the Deadpool movies, but you know the marketing for those movies was so aggressive that like I feel like I've seen the you Deadpool did. movies. <laughs> okay. You know? Um, or at least enough of my time has been spent with those images on screen and in my speakers that I feel like I've watched the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, um. But, uh, but yeah, so I mean that, you know, in a way, you know, the, the way that, that Pikachu's being characterized feels a little bit like the family friendly version of Deadpool. Okay. And I feel like that's kind of where the casting came from because it's a sort of smart alecky, you know, kind of, uh, uh, quick, you know, quick, quick witted, witted vibe, you know, silver tongued in a way. And, uh. So yeah, so and also I don't know, there was something about it's just it's not as cute as I would have liked in a way. Also, I didn't need like a, you know, like a kid's cartoon voice or anything like yeah. that, like high squeaky voice or anything like that, but I don't know. There's like Ryan Reynolds has a little bit of like a graveliness to his voice sometimes actually. Yeah. And you know, they might, you know, I'm sure they'll play that up to some humorous effect <laughs> in the film <laughs> where Pikachu gets real, you know, yeah. dark night with us. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants <laughs> um, type of shit. But, uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. There's, there's still something I I'm better with the more of like seeing the second trailer and then watching the, both of the trailers again today. It's not bothering me as much. Okay. But it's also not really like exciting me either. Right. Okay. And I, you know, I, I, it's one of those things though that I think, again, this might be a really it could prove to be a really well-made calculated decision. Yeah. Excuse me, because it, again, while, while initially like something about it is not quite right to me, I can't really dissect what that thing is okay. and like say, yes, this is it. This yeah, is yeah. why it doesn't work for me. Or like, and I also can't really point to anyone that I think would have been a better choice. Okay. 
Um, that was actually going to be one of my questions. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so I'm wondering if like sort of like all the other things that we've been talking about, how they seem to just have done a really good job of balancing these things out, making them all, you know, cohabitate without feeling like they're stepping on each other's toes or like inconsistent um, or incompatible with each other in some way. Yeah. That, you know, his voice being brought to Pikachu might be part of that whole yeah. kind of stew, you right. know, that that's making it work and feel, you know, like there's some level of verisimilitude to this. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that makes it just believable and like we can, you know, step past that, uh, you know, suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Um, or step into that suspension of disbelief, I should say, uh, you know, and just let it work its charms on us. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know, you know, I'm having a hard time with it. I feel like that might be one of those things that's just like, I just need to see the movie, yeah. you know, and see how it plays, plays out, out over yeah. more than just like, you know, two minutes Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to really get a vibe for it. Um, but yeah, no, I remember when I, when I heard that that was the choice, I was like, Oh really? Yeah. I just couldn't imagine Pikachu sounding like Ryan Reynolds. I felt the same way. Yeah. And then when I saw the first trailer, like it immediately worked for me. Okay. And I think only because like, I, I don't, I don't so much hear like Deadpool, but I, I like, if you're to tell me that right now, mm-hmm. I get it. I, yeah. I know. I understand. But there's just this sort of like, um, sense of like awe and wonder that, you know, in in R-rated movies that we see or in comedies that we see Ryan Reynolds in, mm-hmm. that 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 pitch in his voice is is done when he's like making fun of somebody or being very sarcastic. Yeah. You know, and he's just blatantly treating an adult or, you know, depending on, you know, the story, like just someone like a child. Mm-hmm. Whereas here through Pikachu, it genuinely seems like a sense of just like let me just help you move in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'll grab that box. It's just, yeah. feel, it feels a bit more genuine and it doesn't feel like sarcastic to me. So I guess obviously, you know, Pikachu's visage helps mm-hmm. because it's, it's what, you know, is delivering those lines. Yeah. Um, to, yeah. Kind of imprint that personality onto. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, um, and I think the only thing, while I'm really, really glad that, you know, they did not make Pikachu look like Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, <laughs> if there's any bit of that, like if there's any bit of like, oh, yeah, and we because I always hear those stories of like people who are doing, you know, voice work that they'll record them and like they'll try to give that to the animators to sort of like if it's how they like crinkle their brow oh, or something, they'll right. try and add yeah. that kind of thing in there. The moment in the second trailer where Pikachu is like looking, he's looking at, you know, the actor's name is Justice Smith who plays his his partner, right. the kid. He's looking at him, so his eyeline is there directed towards him, and he's just like, "We're gonna do this, you know, you and me." Like the way his eye, the way Pikachu's like brow goes up, and mm-hmm. just how his eyes look, rem- I feel like I'm looking at Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, when I see that, <laughs> but it's the only part of of the trailer that makes me feel that way, uh-huh. and it actually kind of makes me feel good because it looks like ryan reynolds to me yeah <laughs> like in that right. moment yeah no that's uh, does i mean yeah and just you talking about that too is like yeah i know i mean his specific ryan reynolds like specific range that he's yeah. cultivated of what he does mm-hmm. like does seem like it's probably very appropriate to yeah. this movie and where it's going and mm-hmm. the tone it's it's striking because yeah i guess you know whereas you know yeah deadpool would play some of this like sort of 
uh, innocent boyish wonder as like a, a, a vehicle for sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we can take that same exact quality, but play it straight faced. Right. You know, exactly. and actually give you know Pikachu this kind of sense of like, oh wow, you can hear me and talk to me. And yeah, like, you right. Know, I get to talk to a person and you know all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so yeah, no, I mean it, it makes sense to me. But yeah, there was still like I said, I you know it's it's hard for me to get over that initial reaction yeah. when I just first. That syncretic moment of uh-huh. when I saw this image with this voice issuing from it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I can see that. It's not quite right. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite wrong. Right. But it's not quite right. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's real. It's a tough call for me. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the more I've been exposed to it, the more I'm okay with it. Also because it just seems like, you know, the more I've like seen... Uh, in these couple of trailers and everything, it it just seems like they, you know, again, like we've been talking about this whole time, like they they seem to have a gra- good grasp on what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, even though I've, I don't think I've ever seen any of this director's other films. I looked him up. He did his most recent, did like Goosebumps. Yeah, recently. the Goosebumps movie, yeah. which was really good. I really liked that movie. And as soon as I saw, I remember it getting great reviews and yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, he didn't. I don't believe he directed the sequel or had anything to do with it. No. And but um, I really liked the Goosebumps movie only because I thought it it brought everything into the human world mm-hmm. pretty well. And it still kept its like like everything that was in the movie looked like the front of an R.L. Stein cover. Like okay. The arc. Gotcha. Yeah. Like so I, it, nothing was like, you know, stylized up to look like it was in the real world. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was like a sense of horror uh, in, in the movie with these characters. It wasn't right. just, you know, like kitty horror. You know, it was like kind of creepy sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> especially uh, with the dummy because the dummy is like the leader in the in that in that um, in that movie. Mm. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, that would probably be the only movie that of his that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, because so. I think he was pretty much all animated stuff. I think he mm-hmm. did like, what was it, like Shark's Tale? Yes. Or whatever. Right, right, and, right. Like Monsters and Aliens or oh, Aliens yeah. and Monsters or whatever. I think he did like those movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I've never seen anything by this guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just this trailer alone looks like, yeah, he's obviously had a lot of experience doing movies in this realm and working with computer generated imagery and Mm -hmm. knowing how to handle, you know, that really well and blend it with, you know, live action as you know, he did in goosebumps and yeah, again, while I haven't actually seen any of those movies, like you can just, this trailer alone, it feels like those chops that he's developed with that stuff are really on full display. And if anybody wants to know, I I just saw this morning, the, the, the first goosebumps movie is on Netflix now. Oh, okay. It's on Netflix right now. So if you want to get a taste of this guy's work, yeah, check that out. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I think I got like two. Well, I had two last questions, but one of the questions was, who do you see voicing Pikachu other than yeah. Ryan Reynolds? Fuck yeah, I don't know. And you know, um, I was really t- aside from picking somebody who you know is like a like a Hank Azaria or something you know that can oh, just do like yeah, right, a right, thousand right, right. different voices and would probably just come up with something yeah. interesting. Um, I can't think of anyone like super specifically that I think would you know would have been like a a fit. My pick would have been uh, Sean Hildner. Yeah, yeah. Sean Hildner is. Pikachu? I feel like it's. I feel like I could see Sean Hildner as Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, I would have gone with. Uh, Maybe maybe a Michael Fassbender Pikachu. Oh, you just, yeah, you just dude, make, I just like make it. Melt, you know, <laughs> you just make you melt. 
You know what I want? I want now a trailer mashup of all his dialogue as Magneto coming out of mm. <laughs> out of Pikachu's out mouth. Of Pikachu's yeah. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I could, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> or you know what? We just not for any particular reason. Yeah, no. Or we we just go for the king, the you know Samuel Jackson. Ooh, some Sam L. Pikachu. Some Samuel L. Jackson Pikachu. I mean, that would have been pretty awesome. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I want these motherfucking snakes <laughs> out this motherfucking play. Try to catch me, motherfucker. <laughs> Try. <laughs> yeah. What ain't no country I ever heard of? Yeah, speak right. English and what? <laughs> <laughs> been, oh yeah. my god, so good. That would have been incredible. <laughs> it would have been yeah. amazing. Real, real missed opportunity. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I don't have any. Yes, again, specific yeah. choices on that. On I don't that think front. I have like but, a, yeah. a specific actor either. I mean, I I like, I, I mean, I like the voice that I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm glad that they didn't go with. I know, like in the, they actually have it in the trailer where like, when Pikachu is speaking, like it it sounds like Pika Pika, like that's yeah, that's the pitch the of original, it. Yeah. So I'm glad that the 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 you know pitch of the of him saying Pika Pika is not the same pitch we're hearing mm-hmm. normal words come out of because right. I feel like that would just be like annoying for an hour and however long this movie is or whatever. So yep, uh, I'll, I'll bet you you know what's going to happen. Going back to my original theory about yeah. how this is actually like his his dad uh-huh. has been injected into it's this Pikachu. Pikachu's body. That Ryan Reynolds is going to be his dad. That's why he has Ryan oh. Reynolds' voice. Oh, interesting. Because there, are, you know, if you're going to explain this, you have to explain the discrepancy between the <laughs> Pika Pika and the yeah, right. you know, Ryan Reynolds voice. Yeah. So there you have it. Hmm. Boom. And Dorian has officially spoiled this movie for me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Theoretical spoilers. Theoretical spoilers. Yeah. Um, okay. What was your other question, though? My other question was going to be about um, the. Uh, my other question was going to be about the Sonic movie. Mm-hmm. Which was well, it was also going to be who would you who would you would have liked to have voiced Sonic? No, <laughs> uh, no one, no one. Actually, I would prefer Sonic didn't talk. No, yeah. Oh man, yeah, that would have been a better movie. In my I would have gone with Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey as Sonic. Jim Carrey as Sonic and as Robotnik. See, I could see Ryan Reynolds as Sonic. Uh, okay, I could see that yeah. too. I think that could have that could have worked fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should also, I guess, for any voice acting job, also, I mean, he's got a little bit more of like a grizzled thing going on. But there's this guy, well, there's these two voice actors that do a lot of like video games and animated stuff: mm-hmm. uh, Nolan North and Troy Baker. Okay. And they're both just like two, I think, of the just the most like tremendously talented voice actors that are out there. And um, you know, it, it, like it, any voice acting thing, I just immediately kind of think of the two of them okay. because they're both so goddamn good. But they're a bit more like, I don't know grizzled masculine kind mm-hmm. of characters uh so they probably wouldn't work for a sonic or a uh, pikachu yeah but um i guess what we were talking voice actors i had to just throw them i throw remember them a love i remember what my real second question is mm. since this is this is not technically a video game um but if you had you know a card game or a board game or a video game in this, that would sort of utilize this style, maybe kind of well, of Detective Pikachu, mm-hmm. that you would want to see turned into a movie, and 
at least treated with the same amount of care. It looks like that detective that the creators behind Detective Pikachu, yeah, are taking. What movie or property would that be? Hmm. Uh, well, it's interesting because I guess in in general, yeah, um, like the things that I like in any medium are attached to me very m- intrinsically to that medium. Okay. So I'm not big on like adaptive. Like when I find out like a video game or a comic or anything, a book is being turned into a movie, I'm kind of like, why? Yeah. It was a really good book or comic or video game. So why do we need it to be a like subpar movie? Right, right. Because that's usually how they turn out. And um, so I don't, you know, I, I don't really have that kind of excitement or like urge or like theoretical excitement even about any property. If I like like a video game a lot, I mean like, man, what if they made this into a movie? Okay. Like okay. The, I don't yeah, usually yeah. really, I'm just like, man, I'm so yeah. happy that I have this video game and I get to yeah. experience this. It's amazing. Uh-huh. I hope they don't turn it into a movie <laughs> or something stupid like that. Uh-huh. So I don't, I, I guess in general, I don't really like kind of consider that that yeah like you know is something that that i would get excited for yeah you know in a way but i mean you know that said though like i'm sure there's some properties out there that do kind of blend this like you know humans and fantasy elements together in a way that like you know if we could find some middle ground between those two styles and worlds rather than just try to like uh you know i guess lord of the rings or movies of that ilk where it's mm-hmm. just like, no, we just have people and then we just like CGI in the creatures that we need. Okay. Whereas, you know, this one feels like there's a little bit more of kind of like a give and take on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in a way. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything that I would like to see given this kind of, uh, uh, a treatment. I'm going with, I'm going to, I got one, but it's just, a, it's a video game yeah. that I played a lot when I was younger. And I don't think there are any humans in it, mm-hmm. but I would like to see like a stop motion uh, Adventures of Tintin style care taken with a, a Battletoads movie. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that would just be cool. Like, yeah. I just want like, I, I want, you know, a... You got a taste of it in Ready Player One. I did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but I, th- I think what I, what I kind of liked about... Um, like when the first Guardians of the Galaxy came out, a lot of people, you know, were commenting on how it's great to see so much color again in space. Mm-hmm. Because in space with movies, we're just so used to black, grays, like very monotone color palette yeah. with, you know, whatever world we're on. And it's only if we go to an alien world does it maybe get a little bit colory or maybe the sun comes in a bit more. Mm-hmm. But with Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, Two of our main characters are green, yeah. and you know the entire galaxy is fucking colorful, right? And so I think I would like to see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy esque, you know, color palette wise for like Battletoads, okay, like just a space gotcha. adventure, yeah, with like you know these bounty hunters that are Battletoads or something. I don't know, yeah. you know what I mean? Do an Ninja Turtle style with like full size suits and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, even that would be awesome. You know, just just take it take it back to you know the suits. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that's like the property I would I would like to see. You know, in this style, taking taken with care how it looks like. Sure, yeah, Pikachu is so. But yeah. yeah, you could do some, you know, stuff with, yeah, like, you know, build real sets and stuff like that yeah. and have, you know, yeah, actual actors and motion capture and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, as much as you can film it like a real physical production. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah, you're going to have to add the layers on top of it. But 
I want to I want a James Cameron produced yeah. <laughs> Battletoads <laughs> with high end, you know, two camera, two camera face uh, mm-hmm. motion capture. Yep, going down. <laughs> yeah, that's what nice. I want. I mean, I'd I'd watch that. I mean, I'm not against a you know a overly produced Battletoads movie being uh yeah foisted upon the world. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Or you know what? Even better, as I as as I want that movie, something that doesn't include humans in it is uh, Biker Mice from Mars. Oh, there you go. I would do yeah yeah that. That's been on you. Biker Mice from Mars and like Gargoyles are your two. Those are my those are, like those are my jam properties. Yeah. yeah yeah. Those are my two right there. Yeah. No, I mean I'd watch those. But yeah, I don't know. I just I can't I can't really think of any that I'd like to see given this kind of treatment. Yeah. But yeah, again though, in general though, that's just not really something that I really yeah get excited about or clamor for. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, well, I think that's all I got for Detective Pikachu. I'm pretty excited to see it. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. When you, let me know when you're going. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at least interested. Okay. I don't know if I'm gonna like rush out, but like especially if you go to ArcLight, yeah, I can get some like ramen afterwards. Oh, I mean, I'll totally be done with pretty much in with a with a with a post ramen, (laughs) post Pikachu ramen. I mean, it's it's Japanese creation. Yeah, get some ramen afterwards. Fucking a, I'm in. All right, all right. We might have to do that then. Yeah. Well, um, this is it then for the episode. Yeah, I'm done. All right. Now I'm thinking about ramen now. You ju- I'm actually really hungry. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, thank we'll, you all. We'll be back next week with another thrilling episode. Yes. Who knows? Maybe another thrilling two. Yeah, we don't even know. I don't even know what's happening with this episode. There might right? be a Chit Chat 3. Chit Chat 3. Who knows? It's actually like Chit Chat 57. Chit- but <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This we is just, true. we've eliminated, we've separated it, the wheat from the chaff, as it were. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the chit chat from the trailer. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>